I don't know what that was. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the first ever... <laughs> I gotta restart that part. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everyone, to the first ever Deseret MMA award show. End of year award show. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a historic moment. The first one ever. First of many. Um, I guess we could just preface this with saying our Christmas special is a little bit later than Christmas. Um, it will be up before you're seeing this yes, one, though. Yes, it will, for sure. Go check that out, even um, though it's not Christmas anymore. Right now, it's January 14th, 2023. We are your hosts. Garrett Kimball. And Kobe Mooney. And we hope that we can bring you an evening of enjoyment tonight or morning or afternoon or whenever the fuck you're listening to this or watching. I know I'm a watching kind of guy. I'm not much of a listener. Yeah, I usually listen to podcasts. I mean, I'm an iPad kid for sure. I guess I can watch it. <laughs> but uh, we're coming with some good awards here this year. The first ever. You can see the posts on Instagram as well. You may have seen that before. You've seen the podcast, depending who you are. If you're our boy over there, is it in Belgium? Yeah, I believe it's Belgium. If you're our boy over there in Belgium, sorry about the long hiatus. I know you've probably been dying. Like, what the fuck are these Americans doing? <laughs> but we're going to get back on a roll of consistency. We've said that the last, we have said that last three or four times, podcasts, but, but this time it's oh, for real. Special guest, Julian. Big shout out, Julian. Shout out, Julian. Now, Bob is not Bob's on screen nope. this episode, but he is right here. He's he's watching. He's watching in uh, today. This podcast was supposed to be done last night. I had my It's a Bad Day to Be a Beard t-shirt, and that was kind of the whole... Um, That was in the air all night with everybody. and Got a little rowdy got last a night. Got rowdy, and I uh, didn't end up getting around to it. Tried, Unfortunately. Tried. Made but a good effort at it. We did make a good effort. We had everything set up, but that was at like 1230. Yeah, it was late. It was time to go to bed. So today is January, like I said, January 14th. The UFC comes back tonight with Imanov versus Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland taking this fight on short notice. Um, I think they're doing a catch weight or, or 205 pounds, one, one or the other, but it's not 185 to my knowledge. Yeah. That could have there should be some good fights tonight. Watch for a breakdown no, I'm really of that. Excited. I'm really excited. I got some errands to get done today after the pod, but definitely gonna be tuning in. First one back's always nice. Yeah. Hate the long break. I think this this last break was a lot longer than I think it was the year prior to that. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. And they do take off time for Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year's, but I feel like last year I think the first fights back was January tenth, so probably still the same weekend. Yeah. Yeah, same weekend. But it feels good to be back. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Big, huge fights this year, too. Huge cards coming up. Got UFC Brazil not our next weekend. That's going to be a huge card. Yeah, it's going to be big. I think I heard something saying it's not going to start to like, midnight local time. Let me check it out here. Well, who looks into that? I'll kind of get talking. I did notice today I want to start talking about the boy Charles Oliveira. It says Charles, Charles Oliveira and... Benil Dariush are in the works for March 4th, UFC 285. That's going to be a big fucking card, especially if they can just find a way to get John Jones to come back. Been hearing a lot of rumors of Francis Ngannou being a free agent. I don't know the truth behind that, but um, it wouldn't surprise me at all. 
him in the UFC haven't been on good terms. He did post something saying, and it could have just been him trolling, but saying like the new chapter is new sport. Mm-hmm. And he wants to go box. He's been very vocal about boxing Tyson Fury. But yeah. I don't know if that's off the board now because I think Tyson Fury said he only had one more fight and then he wasn't going to wait for Nagano. UFC 283 will start 8 p.m. local time. The, so, main, the main card will start 8 p.m. local oh, time. Oh, so that's, not, that's normal. Early prelims start 4 there p.m. There was a card, I swear, that I heard that was going to cater to because Dana White, when they asked him, you have to pay big bucks for it to cater to their time. Is that Australia, you think? Maybe. I don't know if you can check what time that starts yeah. yet. This, it's, it's saying 4 p.m. for the early prelims here. So that'd probably be another 8 o'clock. Yeah. Maybe I just read too much on the internet and believed too much. <laughs> Could happen. Happens to the best of us. Um. Yeah, I'm really fucking excited for this. I've had my list for quite a while i've changed a few things within the last 24 hours um we haven't shown each other anything for our awards so i'm going to set an over underline for having the same answers so kobe's got about three categories that he's going to jump in with me and then i separately have three more awards that i'm going to give out myself um we're grooming kobe right now to grooming. quit being such a casual and to become a diehard, but it's a it's a it's a hard process that you have to go through. So UFC just has a lot going on, dude. It's a lot to take hard in. to keep it's up a with. Lot to take in, man. And I have just an addictive personality. Chill out, Julian. Julian's being a menace today. Yeah, she's always she's, a menace. No, she's, always a menace. She's been on a roll lately, but I'm real, real fucking excited and. I don't know. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Ready to jump right into it? Yep. You can get into it. Oh, yeah. I was setting over. I think for... Oh, yeah. You're over underline. I think our over underline is two. Two of the same. Two of the same. And I'm going to take over. I'm going to take over on that. You're taking over? Yeah, I don't know what the actual line would be, but... We'll see. All right, let's just start off with with probably the best one of the year and probably what most people are excited to hear. Knockout of the year award. I'll start first, and then Kobe can start the next next award first. So I'm going to go first, and I'm going to go with not my knockout of the year. And I think it's a no-brainer. I think situational-wise, you know, and then also being there and being able to see it live definitely added to it and see the whole crowd reaction and just how he was after he won. It's Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman with that head kick. That's knockout of the year for me. I mean, he fucking just the timing and being down against the number one pound for pound fighter on earth. I I I really liked Ilya Taporia's knockout of uh, Herbert when because he hit him with that right hand that knocked him out clean and then took him off of his feet and he hit face first, ass up, knocked out, didn't land another strike on him, just walked off. It was beautiful, but. Julian, chill out, bro. But I really think... I I don't think anything could beat Usman and Leon's fight that night with with that head kick. I think Leon Edwards, it's a no-brainer to me, so I'm curious what you have. I agree with you on this one. We could definitely be biased here. We were there. It was in Utah, our home state here. But... That night was electric, man. That the mm-hmm. whole night was just electric. There were some really good fights. Jose Aldo's last fight, Luke Rockhold's Luke last Rockhold's fight, last fight. 
Um, I mean, that was a great fucking great crowd. Great crowd. I've, like I like we've said before, I've been to a couple of fights now, pay per views, and that by far takes the cake. And just the stakes event. of that fight, like Usman was a pound for pound number one. It was like a play, Leon Edwards was like an eight to one underdog. Mm-hmm. No one had Leon going into that, really. And then his corner going into that last round. His dad, it was his fucking dad. Was it? Like, you need to fucking wake up. He's like, you need to fucking wake up. You can quit feeling sorry for yourself. And then I think that was his coach. Yeah, it was his dad too. Oh, it's his dad. I think it was his dad in the background saying it, like behind oh. the fence, that was yelling it at him. Oh, I thought it was just his coach. Could be wrong. I could have my team look into that, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm right. I usually am right when it comes to these things as well. <laughs> All right, so double award for knockout of the year goes to Leon Edwards this year for 2022. Let's get a round of applause for that. All right, now you can do submission of the year. All right, let's get into it. So my submission of the year is UFC 280, the main, the headlining event, Oliver versus Islam Makachev. Just because Oliveira is like the submission king and Makachev got a submission on him. Not only did he, and, and I'm in agreement with you, my, my submission of the year award also goes to um, Islam Makachev. And it was a heartbreaker for me because obviously you can see in the background, I'm a big Oliveira guy. Um, like, like Kobe said, Kobe hasn't been watching it for too long, but he already knows that Charles Oliveira is, is the submission guy. Uh, holds the record for most submissions in UFC history by, a, mm-hmm. I think, a good three or four submissions. Still a lot of tread left on his tires. And and he, i seen him say that he wants to do two fights this year and then fight for the title again. I don't think he has to do that to fight for the title again. I think if he beats Darius, that puts him right back in the title picture, especially if Volkanovski beats Islam Makhachev. Yeah. Yeah, that's, it could. Might get a little bit more fishy if Islam beats Volk, but I still don't think he's far off. He was a great champion, and he was the most exciting champion that the UFC's had this year. I never and saw him year. as a champion. I believe he got his belt stripped before I started watching. He was a champ, bro. Goes out there and starches Justin Gaethje. Just stunned him. Gaethje said he'd never been hit that hard in his life. That's what Dustin Poirier says, though. He says everyone at the top hits hard. He said mm-hmm. all these guys are hitters. He said all these guys are hard hitters. So, shout out to Islam Makachev. He gets submission yeah. of the year. Round of applause to him. That's a double win for Islam and Leon Edwards this year. Needs just to be like five seconds longer. I know it is a little short. All right, now we'll have to find a new one. Might have to. Wonder if we can make one. I'll just be like, wow! <laughs> wow! Look for a new and improved award show next year. Always getting better. Every podcast you watch, we're getting better and better and better. We might have had a lot of awkward silence moments on the Christmas specials because we took so time, so much time off. But I mean, with it, we're getting better every every single time. So yeah, you got trust in the process. I'd get on the 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 wagon now. Definitely get on the wagon now. Skis with us. Yeah. The sled bob is that what it's called? Ski bob. Bob sled. Bob sled. Get on the bob sled. It's small right now. Ski bob. Ski sled bob. 
All right. Now into our third award of the third award early afternoon of this early afternoon. And probably a lot of people's favorites as well. Fight of the year. And I'm going left field on this pick, and I get to go believe, first. So. I believe we are going to be different on this Probably. One. I'm going left field. I'm going away from the main main fights that you might have heard of or seen on other award shows. This is fight of the year. It doesn't. It may, may not have necessarily been the biggest war of the year or the bloodiest fight of the year, but overall, when you're watching it, this is fight of the year to me. And it come down to this one and the Sean O'Malley and Peter Yan fight. I mean, those two were my were my hard my the two that I couldn't really decide between. But I'm gonna mm. go with this one. I'm gonna go with Nate Landwehr versus David Onama. This was a co-main event for Fight Night. Oh, I'm gonna draw a blank here, and I didn't write it down. I can't remember who the main event was, but uh, Nate Landwehr and David Onama went at it, man. It was back and forth first round. David Onama comes out and sleeps Nate Landwehr, slept him. Like, he hits the ground, like, knocked the fuck out, and then gets right back up, starts putting on the fucking pressure second round. He just starts fucking big-brothering him. That's what the commentary team said during broadcast. Hello. <laughs> Julian just, throw, off, yeah, just off screen there. Yeah, she's causing a ruckus. Throwing me off. But it comes out second round, big-brothers him, starts getting, in, getting hype with the crowd, third round – but even in the second round, he starts getting—he'd get all hype and be big brother. And David Onam would hit him with some shots, man, some real heavy hands. Third round comes around. Nate Landwehr is fucking filling the crowd, bro. He's standing on this UFC fighter and he, or on his back, and he fucking goes like this, fucking puts his hands to his ears, and then just starts fucking stands up and starts walking in the other direction of the octagon, <laughs> just fucking revving up the crowd. That fight was just fucking awesome, dude. And I, I, I just want to give a huge shout out to, to David Onama and Nate Landwehr for a hell of a fight. And then Nate Landwehr wins and comes out with a, with one of the promos of the fucking year. I should have had, I should have done a promo of the year award for who cut the best mic. I don't know. Chandler has some damn good fucking promos. He cuts himself some promos. Colby's right there too. All right, who do you got for fight of the fight fight of the year? Before we get into my fight of the year, I do have the fight night that your fight of the year was on. It wasn't Cruz and it was Cheeto. it was Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz, ah, August thirteenth. Right. I can know. All right, I can know. I can know things. <laughs> get real, get real. Which chair is that? Not my chair, not my problem. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, you don't. I don't think get so. Get real. Get real. All right. All right. Let's go hear your fight of the year. All right. My fight of the year is Njakuani versus Rodriguez. From Robocop. Robocop. Every time, bro, I just want to go, Robocop. <laughs> from September. Robocop. UFC Fight Night, San, Sandhagen versus watched, Udong. Yeah, we watched that together. Um mm -hmm kind of crazy that cut was so that bad was and the, bad, pic the picture dude. afterwards i think we pulled a picture of it on the podcast yeah, we did i did put that I one just, on like you could see his fucking vein and, and yeah, like, it was disgusting and then the main event that same night another and, cut and yeah. it's by dr stoppage mm -hmm. and i'm we're watching that one and, and same with that uh i don't want to but you the name a couple weeks ago that we watched oh yeah uh, for, I should when, pull we, that up. when we recorded the christmas special i i don't want to butcher it versus Machate. He was versus Machate. He's like Garcia, I think. That fight was fucking bloody, dude. I was waiting for them to stop that. 
second round. When did the cut happen? The end of the first, I think. Yeah, end of the first. And he just I kept think. going, and he, he turned up the pace. And, but yeah, he turned it on after he got cut. I don't want to take cut. away from RoboCop, man. RoboCop is a fucking beast. I've watched yeah, several of his fights before I really got to know who he was. Not that I really know who he is. I don't drink beers with him or nothing like that, but get real. But I haven't, I haven't seen that fight in a minute. Like, I didn't go back and watch it. I should have before the awards, but... I believe in Giacomoni was beating him at, at the first, and then he cut him, and RoboCop just turned on. I can't remember. I think RoboCop turned on after that cut and got the TKO in the second round. And then for these next awards that we're going to get into, feel free to chime in whenever you want. You can cut me off, whatever. Just make sure you get a say in if you want. But these are Garrett. these are some Garrett-exclusive awards this year that I'd like to give out. Um, I'll start with Male Fighter of the Year. This is These are just some awards that I think people deserved an award this year, and we just didn't have a lot of categories this year, so I just kind of put these in there. I'm going to go with Male Fighter of the Year, Alex Pereira. I think he was 3-0 this year and winning the belt against a guy that had never lost at middleweight. To my understanding, I think he was, unde- yeah, he was undefeated at middleweight Tell that. He lost to... Uh, Jan, Jan Blaukowicz for the light heavyweight belt, but Izzy's only loss at middleweight was uh, Alex Pereira. That makes Alex Pereira 3-0 against Israel Adesanya. So it was a big year for him, man. And, and you know, there's a couple of names that you could look at for that, but I think Alex Pereira kind of stood out to me with his win over Sean Strickland. I mean, Sean Strickland's no joke, man. Sean Strickland is a beast. And I said, what I said going into that fight when we were all watching it live is I said, I don't know how good Alex Pereira is, but if he beats Sean Strickland, it shows that he's that guy. Like it shows that he's at that level, that he could be in title contention. I think Sean Strickland, when he wants to be, which I don't know if that's the performance we're going to get tonight, but I think when he wants to be, he can be one of the best fighters in the weight class. Mm-hmm. However, he, I just, Sean Strickland's funny, man. <laughs> All right, now we're going to get to the second award I'd like to give out, and that is the Female Fighter of the Year. To me, this was kind of a no-brainer as well. I think Zhang uh, Weili gets her title back against Carla Esparza, knocks out Joanna Jerzejczyk cleanly, and that was a knockout of the year contender too. I mean, that knockout was fucking nasty. Flatlined Joanna Jerzejczyk, fell flat on her face. That was a good one. Yeah, I'll but agree with you on that one. Zhang Weili, I think for sure, is Female Fighter of the Year. I'm a big Zhang Weili fan. The first fight I watched of hers was against Joanna uh, Jerzejczyk. The first time when she turned Joanna Jerzejczyk into a walking troll. Like, like just a full-blown, like a golem. The fucking huge-ass hematoma on her fucking face. Gabriel, that one's obvious. <laughs> All right, now I'm going to go with Event of the Year, and you could probably chime in on this one, yeah, too. Yeah, I'll chime in on this but a little bit. My Event of the Year award... Um, it was kind of tough. There was uh, a lot that had a lot of KO submissions, not very many decisions. Yeah, the got, second half of the year had some the really second, good And they events. usually do that. They turn up. They get big one in July, start off the year right, get a big one in July for International Fight Week, and then they just stack the end of the year because everyone wants to get that paycheck before Christmas. Mm-hmm. All these yeah. big names want to get that paycheck before they take their holidays off. So um, my event of the year was UFC 281. I think that there's a couple of ones that you could – argue back and forth but ufc 281 as far as talent wise uh i think that was fucking chandler and 
and uh, we checked UFC 281. Yep. I think it was like Chandler and Ferguson. No, no, it wasn't Chandler and Ferguson. It was uh, Chandler and Poirier, I think. Yeah, it yep. was. Chandler and Poirier. Who's the co-main on that? I'm still pulling it up right now. That wasn't Whaley versus Carlos Esparza, was it? I should have looked into this this morning. I could probably pull it up. But I beat you to it. You probably will. UFC 281, November 12th. Got it. Yep, it was Carlos Esparza versus Zhang Weili. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Frankie Edgar's last fight, Dan, the Dan Hooker fight, finally gets in the win column. And Renato Mucano, that's when Ren- Renato Mucano fucking made one of the greatest promos in UFC fucking history, bro. I robbed you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> and then he's like fucking, and he's, he's all like, Mucano wants money. And Joe Rogan just starts fucking laughing on the mm-hmm. mic. It's, it's, it's so great. And, I'm glad that Moicano, he, he went on Ariel Hawani's show, and I think he was saying, they were like, where's this been? He's like, I just haven't spoke good English yet, so I didn't want to, like, I didn't really know how to express myself like that. But that, that to me, is fight, is is event of the year, man. That was just kind of, like, the main card. Let's see, I accidentally clicked off. Let's see who else we got. That was Dominic Reyes come back and got knocked out again. Molly McCann got absolutely fucking demolished, mm-hmm. brutally submitted. Andre Petrovsky got a win. Matt Frivola got a win. Carlos Olberg had a, a very fucking impressive win. It was a great card. I mean, I, that, that that thing is stacked. I, I'm curious what you would what you, your take would be for event of the year. I think a very strong argument can be made for 278. We went to 278 again. Yeah, obviously biased, but I think a very strong yeah, argument Jose, can be made for it. Yeah. Two retirement fight. fights on it of two UFC legends, MMA legends. And then, like, that completely division-shaking Tyson main event. Pedro looked really fucking good. Marcin T- Tiberia looked good. Jared mm-hmm. Gordon got a win there. I've seen Jared Gordon live twice now. I like Sean Woodson. That was a draw, but I thought Sean Woodson lost when we were there. Amir Albazi was a fun fighter to watch. I'm curious if he's fought. It was, they were all really good fights, I felt like. Yeah, he did fight on, on Kennedy and Strickland's fight night. Went by KO in round three. 16-1 and one on him, 9-0 submissions, 5-0, and, oh, and knockouts never been finished. Yeah. That that's a good one too. That definitely has a strong argument. I think. I think two seventy nine was it was kind of a little bit a, of a letdown. Yeah, two seventy nine was a letdown. Two eighty was good to me. I liked two eighty a lot. Yeah, two eighty had a fucking really strong mm-hmm. argument. As yeah, well, two eighty was I'm really good as well. It. Fucking Islam versus Oliveira, Aljamain versus TJ. Even though T- if TJ shoulder wasn't fucked mm-hmm. up. That would, that would have been, been card really of the good. year. I think yeah. that would have been card of the year if we got a, if we got TJ at his one hundred percent. Yeah, so. not on the sauce. <laughs> yeah, I think, Cody, I think you need to get on some of the sauce. Me? You think so? Should we jump on a cycle? Yeah, I think we should. I know a guy. Do you? I'm All on. Right. I'm on one. All right. <laughs> you don't look like it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had the Sean O'Malley, Benil Darius, Caitlin Chukagian lost. The Bilal Muhammad versus Sean Brady was a good fight. 
Nikita Krylov. Yeah, that was a good fucking card yeah. too. The UFC just puts on good fights, man. Yeah. 278, 280, 281. They're all up there. 282 could, was could be good. argued. Yeah, 282. Patty Pimblet lost that night, but should have been it. Uh, <laughs> I thought he got 10 7 that night. Not to bring about bring skeletons out the closet, but I think Patty, I thought Patty of Batty Live lost 10 or lost 30 27. Definitely wasn't a unanimous decision. Shouldn't have been. It should have been a unanimous decision, but the other way. I don't know about that. You thought it was close enough that it I, could have been split? It should have it was been split. close enough. Like, you could watch it and be like, I can see how Patty. Won. I can see a split decision for either one of them. Not a unanimous decision You're for either you can one. You watch that and see, like, oh, I can see how Patty won. Yeah, a little bit. I've watched it like two or three times and I cannot. I, <laughs> I think he got 30 27. And if not, 29 28. I don't think it's split. I think it should have been. And I even said that night, I was kind of hot about it because we were all excited to watch it and it just wasn't the performance we were thinking. It's definitely not a $3 million performance or whatever Barstool's paying him. I mean, that's for fuck sure. I don't think they're really just paying him for his UFC fighting. He gets paid for that by the UFC. Oh, I know. They're paying him for his marketability. Yeah, he's a $3 million market athlete. I just don't think that performance backed that. But said he hurt his foot in the first round. I hurt my foot watching. <laughs> what did you do to your foot while you were watching? From shaking it, from just like, is this going to get going? Is this going to get going? <laughs> is he going to get a finish? Probably not. Oh, geez. But that that was kind of our award show. That was all the, the awards that um, I wanted to talk about. I can kind of look at the fights tonight a little bit. <laughs> Sean Strickland versus Imanov. I don't want to butcher his first name. Dan Ige comes back for the Komen. Raquel Pennington fights. They're feeding Umar Nurmagomedov an absolute can. And that's a fact. Not a bad card. A lot of a lot of young names on here. No, look for a breakdown on it next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll cover the fights next weekend. Talk about what's going on. We do want to kind of come out and say, or I would like to, just to keep everyone in the loop, that um, this man right here sitting next to me has got a really big year ahead of him in this early quarter of this year. So there may be a lot more Zoom podcasts yeah, coming this, this early Zoom quarter. Pods. That was our problem is we don't want to do a Zoom pod, so then we just don't do one. So now we're just going to be more comfortable with just whipping out a Zoom pod just to get the content out there and keep the yeah. consistency going. But I don't want to get too much into his own personal details, but he's got a pretty big first quarter coming up. Very exciting. Um, he's got a lot of, he's got a big work couple weeks coming up here yeah. soon. That'll definitely, it may be some solo shows that during that time period. We're definitely not sure. possible. Definitely possible. I'm going to be trying to put out some more content too on all of the social medias just during the weekday, just talking about what's going on. We'll see if I can get the ball rolling on that. We're just looking to up the, the productivity and the consistency. Yeah, be prepared for some more content, different types of content. Different types of content. We're going to start just putting our hands in a lot of different baskets. If we're going to slow pick out of one basket, we might as well slow pick out of like 12 or 13 different baskets. So <sighs> Just be on the lookout for be all that. Be on the lookout for all that. And I just really like to say thank you guys for watching. Yes, um, thank you. This is the Deseret MMA podcast, the number one Utah-based podcast in the state. Roll the Forest Griffin. Roll the Forest Griffin. 
What's up? Forrest Griffin here, and you're watching the Dessert MMA Podcast, but like desert. Anyway, it is the best Utah-based podcast there is in the world ever in Utah. Dessert MMA. Um, this was episode 10. Seems fitting that 10 would be our, yep. our, 22, our 2022 award show. So congratulations to everyone that got that. You can see that on the Instagram. And we'll see you guys next time. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on social media. Desiree underscore MMA. Uh.